Friends, family members of friends, I pray the Lord be with you. Let's pray. God, we want our hearts to be open. We want your spirit to have room. Lord, blow through this place, blow through our lives, bring us into greater alignment with your kingdom, we ask in the name of Jesus. And everybody says, Amen. Amen. Friends, Ignacio uh, read Acts 2, if you didn't know, uh, if you don't know Spanish. Um, and uh, this is the text uh, where, if you've been a Christian for 20 minutes, you've heard this, where the Spirit falls at Pentecost on the disciples. Uh, and we hear uh, Peter give this sermon. And he says, In the last days it will be, God declares, that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days, I will pour out my spirit. This power, this Holy Spirit, is power from above. It's the power of, of the spirit. It unites us all, male, female, young, old, black, white, Single, married, slave, free, rich, poor, in solidarity, unifying us under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Friends, it's been quite a week. I was traveling this week, trying to stay up uh, on my news of my family, news of uh, my kids, news of the Cubs blowing 11 inning lead, the worst team in baseball. It's enough to cause a man heart palpitations. Also, friends, this week, I mean, the news cycle moves so fast that sometimes we can lose sight of, like, what's actually happened this week. This week, um, at least 60 Palestinians were killed, and more than 2,000 were injured. This was less than a week ago. As border protests, as the U.S. moved the embassy to Jerusalem in Israel. Another young white man shot and killed 10 people at a high school. Santa Fe, Texas. And we had a royal wedding, right? Between a Prince Harry and a Meghan Markle. Uh, even the royal wedding, though, sparked debates, feuds, anger, right? Debates about class and race, even debates about the bishop's sermon. We live in a divided, angry, hostile world, don't we? Where there's perpetual outrage and offense, and I am exhausted. Can I get a witness? Anybody with me? Anybody tired of being outraged? Anybody tired of being offended? I'm tired of being offended. Our world is caught in a vortex of violence and antagonisms, and the reactions are typical, yes? See if you've heard this or felt this this week. There's, there's a fight over being right, over defeating the opposition, and try to consolidate everyone who's right onto my platform my, around one person. Right? So, so in, in Palestine, you have, this is the fulfillment of biblical prophecy. Of course people are dying. Versus Israel has no right to be in this land. And they displace people who have every right to protest. 
In Texas, you have, you have gun control debates over door control debates, over human heart control debates. You have, how can you get up this early and watch a royal wedding? It's a celebration of excess and meaninglessness, of wealth and pomp and oppression. Versus, OMG, did you see her dress? Versus, it was a nice dress. I mean, I'm no expert, but it looked pretty good. Versus like Bishop Curry's sermon stole the show, or his sermon was too long and too charismatic, or I can't believe he talked about Jesus. And the power of our world, friends, the power that is, is at work in, in Israel-Palestine or in, in the, uh, the next school shooting or even in um, a, a black woman marrying a white man in England and, uh, and we're still finding ways to be outraged and scandalized by it. The power of our world is to consolidate around a uniform hegemony. Now, I use big words sometimes. Hegemony is one of those big words. Hegemony just means there's a domination or a... Or a um, uh, a coercive consolidating under one idea or one leader for the sake of uniformity. The power of our world is to consolidate and get uniformity under a hegemony. But today, in our text that Ignacio read from Acts 2, there's a different power at work a power from above, the power of the Spirit. It unites us all, male, female, young, old, black, white, single, married, rich, poor, gun owners, grieving parents, Israelis, Palestinians, in solidarity under the Lordship of Jesus. Our text from Acts 2 today, we see the Spirit descend and people gathered for the Jewish Feast of Pentecost. It was a feast that basically celebrated the giving of the law to Israel. I'll say more about that in a bit because it's it's important that Pentecost happened at a feast celebrating the giving of the law. And there's languages being spoken, right? Languages being spoken by the disciples, people from all over, uh, all over the Roman Empire are hearing the language spoken in their own language. And they're, uh, you know, Peter and his buddies are accused of being drunk at 9 a.m. There's a connection here. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember in, in uh, Genesis chapter 11, the story of the Tower of Babel? You know the story? Where they're making this tower to make our name great, and they all have one language, and what happens? They get scattered, and there's many languages. Friends, there's echoes of that story here. Do you, hear, do you kind of see that? There's, there's echoes of that story here. But it's not, it's not like, okay, now God's building a Tower of Babel, but Tower of Babel is the power of the world. It's the worldly power that we see in operation even this week. It's the power to have one language spoken, uniformity, seeking, the people were seeking to build a tower to make our name great. This is, by the way, parenthetically, empires do this. Empires seek to make their name great and uni, uni, uniform all culture, monolithic, and it's a, it's a, it's a it's an edifice to human achievement. And Babel is the power of the world, consolidating power in one place, uniform language. It's a hegemony of greatness. Babel! Right? Pentecost is different. It's not the power of the world, it's the power of the Spirit. So instead of consolidating power, 
into one person. Only Jesus gets this power. And we got to come to Jesus to get this power. And only he has it. No, in Pentecost, what happens? Jesus says in our gospel reading today, he's going to give the power to everybody. Right? So it's not a consolidating of power. It's the releasing of power. It's the, it's the giving away of power to everyone who trusts him. And it's not gathered in one place, but it's released in many places. The book of Acts, if we had time to read the whole thing today, and we don't. Uh, what we see through the book of Acts is like the power is given to these disciples and then persecution breaks out and then they take it to Samaria and they talk about it with an Ethiopian eunuch and then they go to Rome and they go to all the ends of the earth. The power gets spread out. And what we see is not that they come out, they receive the Holy Spirit, and they start speaking Hebrew, and everybody just begins to understand Hebrew. That's not what happens. It's not one language. But there's, there's speaking, uttering of tongues, right? The Greek word is some weird G word that sounds really weird called glossalia. What happens is we don't, know, we don't know exactly if they were speaking many languages or people could just hear many languages. The text doesn't tell us. But what we know is that there's a, not a uniformity of language, but there's a diversity of language. Friends, the power of the world wants to consolidate and uniform hegemony. The power of the Spirit, the power of Pentecost, wants to release the power. And there's a unity in this diversity that's happening among these people. This is the power at work in Pentecost, the power of the Spirit among us. It unites us all, not in uniformity. It doesn't take male and female and make them male. I didn't really think about that word before I said it. I usually do have to think about words. It doesn't obliterate differences, right? It doesn't obliterate differences. It doesn't say, females, you all have to start acting like men. Or men, you all have to act like females. It doesn't say, uh, hey, hey, black people, you have to lose your blackness. White people, you have to lose your whiteness. It doesn't, it doesn't say, uh, hey, young people, act like old people. Or old people, uh, take some Geritol, act young. No, there's this diversity, this plurality Peter says in his sermon, even men and female slaves, can you believe it? They get empowered. They get released. And the language, the language is diverse, but we're unified in solidarity under the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's significant this happens on Pentecost because this is the giving of the law. The law was given to Israel to set them apart, right? To set them apart. You are not to be like them, right? These are my covenant people. But Israel was always set apart so that the nations could come to something that was distinct and holy. And so the giving of the law, we see the celebrating that, which is this setting apart. Now the Spirit is given, which sends the new Israel, Jesus' people, out to bring in all her parts. So three moves. Three moves that are made here. And then we're going to respond to this good news by baptizing some people which which is exciting to me. This move, this power of the Spirit from above, there's a move from uniformity to diversity. The power of the Spirit doesn't make us all the same, friends. It doesn't make us all the same. There isn't this hegemony to conform to the sameness. 
but rather there's a plurality. I mean, we see in Revelation, friends, that what happens in the New Jerusalem isn't that everybody gets narrowed down into this one very cookie-cutter image and they come into the New Jerusalem. But we see John tells us every tribe, tongue, and nation. Friends, the New Jerusalem, new creation, you may call it heaven. I call it heaven sometimes. Heaven is going to be made up of every tribe and tongue and language. The unity we have in Jesus, the unity of the waters of baptism, is not a sameness, it's not a uniformity, but diversity in that unity. Two, two, from hegemony to empowerment. This isn't a consolidating, the spirit isn't a consolidating force. Not coercive power that seeks to crush or dominate. But rather there's unity. There's one for another. One with another. Not one against or over the other. And third, from consolidating power to solidarity with the powerless. Not gathering up all power in one place to make our name great, but the sending out of empowered persons to stand with and for the powerless. This is the power of Pentecost. This is the power of the resurrected Jesus. This is the power of Christ at work in us, friends. Emptied giving for the sake of the other. Does our world need this? Does our world need this? I need this. I need this today. Friends, I, I, uh, when I said I was tired of being offended and uh, tired of being outraged. I really am. I really am. And the power of the world that sort of uh, is attractive to me, like, here's my moves. I want to figure out who's right. I want to figure out how to leverage my power so that the right people can win. And I want everyone that I've decided is wrong to lose, and I want to see them lose, and I want to be able to, like, stand on their ashes as they burn so I can celebrate. (laughs) Can I say this here? Is this a safe place? Right. Like, that's the power of the world at work in me. But friends, here's what happens when the winners win and the losers lose. The losers eventually start winning again. And the winners lose and the losers win. And then give it 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years, and then what happens? Well, the losers lose again and the winners win again. And there's this cycle of retributive vengeance and violence. It never stops. It never stops. That's why we need the power of Pentecost. That's why we need the power of the Holy Spirit in our lives. It brings reconciliation into our division. It brings forgiveness and healing into our winning and being right. So that we can stand as empowered persons, not seeking to win or seeking to validate ourselves over and against others, but seeking to include opening up, opening up the invitation for every tribe and tongue and nation to come into the reconciling, forgiving healing presence of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. That's what we celebrate today. And that's what we celebrate as we remember our baptisms. We're going to call people up to be baptized here in a second. I did keep it under 80 minutes. I told you I would. Right. Right. Young men. Can I still be called a young man? Um, uh, (laughs) um, Uneasy middle-aged men. The spirit we poured out on you. Um, 
the waters of baptism, friends, are, are the participation in the death and resurrection of Jesus. They're the way we enter into this new kind of power. There is a new power at loose in the world. Not a power of uniformity and sameness. It's a power of the Spirit that brings male and female, slave and free, black and white, Palestinian and Israeli, gun owner and grieving parent together. Together. Does that challenge you today? Does that challenge you today? Who do you not want to be together with today around the waters of baptism? Everybody can have the Spirit and everybody can stand next to me in the New Jerusalem except for this person. Who's the this person? Maybe it's a group of people for you. And you have really honest really tragic reasons. You could probably convince me that you have a good case for not liking these persons. And I wouldn't argue with you. Today around the waters of baptism, you have a choice. You can hold on to that or you can let it go down in the waters of baptism. All the way to the grave with Jesus and come up with a new power, the power of the Spirit. Maybe it's a single person. Maybe it's not a group of people, but maybe it's a single person in your life that, like, uh, God, do anything, ask me for anything except to forgive and release this person. Today, friends, as we watch these children be baptized, and, they, and the water comes over them and washes them, Ben's going to say more about this, would you just lay that down? Would you receive the power of the Spirit? This unifying solidarity, not when everybody agrees with you, not when everybody doesn't, Everybody thinks like you or, or looks like you or, or wants what you want or wants what I want, but can we lay it down today as we receive these beautiful